0: Thank you again for joining us on Real Presence Live. If you missed any of this morning's show, congratulations. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, You you can find the podcast later today on our website, realpresenceradio.com. And while you're there, consider sending in a prayer intention that we can specifically pray for. Even find out what's happening the rest of the week on Real Presence Live by visiting our news page. And you can also see some of the great events happening in your local area, too, under the upcoming events section. Find all these things and more when you visit realpresenceradio.com. That is RealPresenceRadio.com.
1: Now we're blessed to have Father Samuel Schneider joining us. His vocation as a priest is about to become an even more significant part of his secondary call of serving our country. In the segment, Father Samuel of the Diocese of Superior will talk about the path to becoming a military chaplain and what this will mean for him. So welcome, Father Samuel. Thank you for being with us.
0: Thanks so much for having me.
1: And uh, could you tell us a little bit about yourself?
0: Um, yeah, so um, I uh, <clears throat> sorry, just, uh, grew up in Wisconsin, so I grew, actually grew up in Rhinelander, Wisconsin. I've got two older brothers and one younger sister. Um, went to the Catholic school, um, and everything, grew up, uh, did very uh, well in high school. And so I actually, my older brother went into the Navy out of high school. My other brother also enlisted in the Navy. And then I went out to the Naval Academy in Annapolis and was serving. So uh, my mom, at one point, had three three sons in the Navy all at the same exact time. Mm. And uh, and while I was out there, I encountered uh, some chaplains who were really, really just fantastic, as well as a great Catholic community. And after being out there for two years, I actually discerned the call to consider the priesthood, <laughs> and uh, talked with the vocation tractor for the Archdiocese for the military services, and he sat down and Talked with me and said, "Hey, um, you know, well, you can't study for the archdiocese for the military services alone. You have to study for another diocese if you're going to, you know, go into seminary." And I said, "Okay, all right." And he's like, "Well, what's your home diocese?" And I said, "I, I don't, I don't know, Rhinelander? you know, it's, uh, <laughs> I don't know." And uh, so I had to Google it and figure out that it was Superior, Wisconsin, and contacted the location director, went into seminary, uh, pretty glad the seminary was really fantastic and. Um, spent six years at the University of St. Thomas, mentioned up there. And I'm currently in Rice Lake, Wisconsin. Um, almost been here for almost three years now, and just a uh, phenomenal community here. And am really grateful to be being a being priest in 2017. Yeah, okay,
1: anyway. 2017. So. It's St. Joseph Church in Rice Lake, right?
0: That's right. Yeah, we're yeah. also connected with three other parishes as well. Uh, mm-hmm. Our Lady, um, the Trinity, and the advancement.
1: So. so inspiring to hear all this um, uh, life of service in your family. Three, three sons in the millet in the navy at the same time. So did that deepen your mother's prayer life?
0: <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. Well, you know, she always really took a pretty non, non- and she's a, she was a science teacher for a long time at the Catholic school. And she always say, you know, people were like, "Oh, you must be really worried," you know. And she's like, "Oh." Uh, they can die anywhere, so, you know, it's just like, she was like, well, the military, yeah, it's dangerous, but not not uh, not too bad. So she, at least, at least outwardly, didn't, you know, take it too hard, you know, and she was very supportive of my father as well, um, although neither one of them served either. Um, my sister also, in fact, she joined the National Guard um, just a few years ago, and we all tried to advise her against that. We are like, well, you don't want to do that, but she did. And she made it to boot camp and stuff,
1: and, and it's a as well. So you mentioned in your um, time at the Naval Academy that uh, so you're pursuing the service to our country, being trained in that environment, and the chaplains there uh, were sort of inspiring. What what uh, struck you about the chaplains that helped make you consider the priesthood? Yeah,
0: um, you know, it's funny. It, it's the little things that you know strike you in the moment. I can remember one situation where I was talking with the chaplain there and he was talking you know, he wasn't he was, we were just asking him questions and finding out, you know, that people were and we basically found out that he spoke multiple languages and we're like, well, what are all the languages that you actually speak, you know and he, you know, rattled off you know, eight that he had, you know, kind of a working, at least this is what I remember I don't remember the exact number, but it was a lot and I was like, whoa, like, this guy's smart, and he chose to become a priest. Like, that's weird. <laughs> like, he could have done anything else. And it was just from that, you know, that kind of opened me up to say, oh, yeah, um, you know, the priesthood isn't the lowest common denominator or people who can't do something else, but actually he was somebody who actually had great potential in a lot of ways, and he chose to become a priest. And you can see it in the way that he lived, that he, it was purposeful and meaningful, and um, and that he was, ha- you know, uh, happy and content in that, and so uh, that really inspired me uh, for that. You
1: know. So now you've been a priest for three years, and uh, talking about happiness and and um, seeking to be great in in the service that we perform, and how what what have you seen that's brought you joy in the last few years being a parish priest?
0: Hmm. Uh, yeah, probably the thing that, uh, you know, brings me the greatest joy is, is just the connection with so many people and so many different facets, so many different facets of people's life. Um, I just really look back on a lot of days and I am just astounded at the breadth of life that I get to experience from young families to, um, Students at the Catholic school to elderly in the nursing home, um, couples who are, you know, homebound, um, you know, it's just just every single facet of life I have an intimate connection with, and that just opens me up to experience life uh, in, in a full way, and to bring Christ into that, and to see the way that people are pursuing Christ in every single facet of life and trying to Help them and encourage that with, encourage them with that. It uh, just brings a lot of lot of joy uh, to it all.
1: I'd like to thank you for joining Real Presence Live. I'm Father Daniel Weiskey with Deacon Dangoshi. We're speaking now with Father Samuel Schneider of the Diocese of Superior, who will be joining the military chaplaincy. Um, so, Father Samuel, uh, you talk about this entering into all these different facets of people's lives, and now you're preparing to, uh, you've been preparing to enter into the lives of those who are in uh, military service. What and having been in the academy and having your siblings in the uh, military service, uh, what do you see? What do you think the, the needs are there that, that you'll be um, um, helping with? You know, what what are the pastoral needs that you see yeah. among the members of our military?
0: Yeah, I think um, there's there's just a huge need for God. You, know, you kind of mentioned about my mom's prayer life, and I think my mom's prayer life is uh, probably more revolves around just the desire for her children to have faith. Um, and I know that the military is a really rough place for that. It's, um, for those who seek it out, it's a, it's an unbelievable place of where people are committed to serving for something more than themselves. And in boot camp, it's kind of supported and in, in certain environments when they're on deployment. Uh, but otherwise, in a normal day to day life, faith is just kind of sucked out of most people. And, um, and so as a chaplain, I'm just, uh, Think there's an unbelievable opportunity that the chaplain is invited to in the military context to be present, to continue to be a witness to God and faith in the midst of war, in the midst of um, just so many things that young people are struggling with on a daily basis, whether they're in the military or not. But in the military, you know, there's just a great you know, concentration of that, and so I just, um, yeah, there's just going to be a great opportunity to minister and be present to God and continue to call forth faith and reminding people of the faith and uh, God in their life.
1: Well, Father Samuel, are there any last thoughts that you'd like to leave with our listeners uh, as we go?
0: Yeah, I would I would just like to, uh, just to pray for all uh, chaplains and military personnel who are overseas. Um, I think they're just an amazing group of people to work with. Um, yeah, but they need our prayers um, as they continue to serve our country and continue to protect it. Um, yeah, just ask for your prayers. Very good.
1: Well, thank you again, Father Samuel, for your service, answering the Lord's call, and the call also to serve brothers and sisters in military.
0: I would uh, just make one request. Um, a pound of the um, amaretto swirl fudge from Miller's Cheese House, Father, if you could get that our way. Absolutely. Thank you. Good.
1: Local product to Rice Lake, huh? (laughs) Well, I invite you to keep it right here. Coming up next on Real Presence Radio, learn about a group that offers much needed support and healing to those struggling with a past abortion. Continuing our theme of serving, the theme of service this morning. So, Real Presence Live continues next. Live, engaging, and local. This is Real Presence Live.